Hey there, film fans. I'm Jeff. And I'm Dave, and welcome back to The Love of Cinema, a pod in which we challenge one another to discuss movies both new and old with a strictly positive critical eye. That's right. And to avoid lazy negativity, we have decided that this here episode should be a drinking game. <laughs> so, pour yourself... Wait, that's your line. Um, anytime we say... Anytime it took me five we say, weeks to get the intro right and you fuck it up? Come on. God damn it. So, any... There you go, people. Anytime we... That sound means we have to drink, but we try to keep it positive. We're a drinking game. We try to keep it positive. If we say anything negative about the film, which you know what? This movie's getting really good reviews, but maybe we'll throw some shit in there just to get ourselves some buzz <laughs> and so we can drink. And we hope you drink along with us. So pour yourselves a glass and get ready to put that two extra punches into the back of that guy's head in the subway that were completely unnecessary, but great. As really we great. discuss. And yet, and yet they all walk <laughs> away. If I took one of those punches, I would just lay down for like five hours. You it was know? It's all, actually, it's, I, I think everybody, because it's in the trailer, everybody knows the clip I'm talking about because we're talking about the Batman this week, yeah, obviously. And it was that was actually what sold me on Robert Pattinson doing this role was when he walked out of the shadows, put that guy down and then just put the two extra angry punches into the ground. <laughs> I was like, they were completely yeah. unnecessary, but that sums up the character and one one sort Yeah, of it's exactly, exactly. That's so good. Yes, people, we are talking about The Batman, which is, of course, the new movie that begs the question, how many times can you sing Ave Maria in one film? <laughs> no puzzle. Or how many times... <laughs> Can you play the Nirvana songs underscoring in the entire movie if you only pay for the rights one time? It's just very curious questions. I'm, about, uh, I'm a big fan of the like the two or three note theme song that just gets in your head and stays there. That song. I don't know any of the words, but I just remember the guitar. Also, there is definitely it's it's too bad because, of course, there's a father thing. Not to spoil too much, but like with the Batman. But we're just I know we're not talking about the movie yet, but they pulse the minor third on this chord. So they do this a lot. Oh, Which Jeff, like, Jeff bought musical instruments to the show this week. Jeez. Well, it's like, um, I don't know. There, there was like, there were a couple times where it was like, it was begging you to think of the Imperial March. <laughs> there were a couple times. And Michael, <laughs> Michael Giacchino's score was so, 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 so good. But anyway, the Nirvana was, what, what the fuck are we talking about, people? We're talking about the Batman. The Batman. This is, of course, starring Robert Pattinson. It's directed and co-written by Matt Reeves, who you may know from Felicity. <laughs> you may know you may know from saying hey jj hey are we still are we still friends are we still team hey jj i can i'm just kidding i don't know anything about matt reeves i'm just pretending like he's just like sucking up to his former partner jj abrams uh you know directed well I, I don't know don't if he needs to now <laughs> well i mean for sure okay the, the big the big thing that everybody knows about this movie of course though is that this was where we knew that covid was real not the nba getting canceled not whatever the hell that press conference was the, the trump and the, the europeans have to get home it was when they still when they suspended indefinitely the filming of the batman the 160 180 million dollar budget batman movie yep. where ben affleck said fuck it i'm out and they said screw it we're just going to remove dcu we're going to put robert pattinson in it was three just, times i think they they had to suspend this thing like twice well, for covid because well he got he it, got it. Yeah. <laughs> he got it so it's like you're sorry you, it's i don't know what i don't know how many scenes they could do without him let's, let's just like, film the brooding scenes that day <laughs> just put this also, rubber mask on you'll be fine with the fever also someday <laughs> someday 
someday they're going to cast somebody who doesn't have the most impeccable jawline of all time to be Batman. Like, is that like, is that the only thing you need to be Batman? Yeah, that's just a prerequisite, pretty much. Because he was like an angsty teen who, you know, had a personal trainer basically in this. And then, but his fucking jaw, it's like, God damn it. No wonder it's Batman. Like, well, he, like, cl- bru- he clenches a lot. He's angry. Um. Yeah. And then he, he he slouches. I feel like he was like playing into the Bruce Wayne thing where he was like slouching. Like, he, you know, he was... He was, he was very emo. Hmm. Well, let's let's set this up and then we can discuss. <laughs> Should we? Yeah. <laughs> this is the Batman. If you want to know what the plot summary is, it's about seven paragraphs long. This is th- <laughs> and that's half the is, movie. And that's half the movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is it's um because this is a three hour monster, people. Three hours. It's, you know, everybody's saying it, but it's just true. It's seven meets the Batman. That's what it is. It's 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 David Fincher's seven. It's dark and raining for the majority of the movie, and they're trying to figure out a serial killer who's just going one by one. And they say lines like, "He, it's his ball game. We just have to keep chasing victims." Like, it's totally seven. It's so true, and it's fucking great. Here's the uh, plot synopsis. I think we set it up enough. Also, shout out Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon. You have John Leguizamo, and my favorite game. Is that Peter Sarsgaard or Corey Stoll? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it took me it took me like 10 seconds to be like, is that Corey Stoll or is it Peter Sarsgaard? And you know what? It was Peter Sarsgaard. Okay. Um, the Batman, written by Matt Reeves and Peter Craig, who is Sally Field's son. Cool. Directed by Matt Reeves. When the Riddler, a sadistic serial killer, begins murdering key political figures in Gotham, Batman is forced to investigate the city's hidden corruption and question his family's involvement. Dave, you're the uh, DCU MCU they, they, they've expert. Missed a, they missed a bit there. It's like Batman was forced to stop beating the living shit out of the out of this, the out of Gotham and investigate um, them instead. Yes, that's right. Batman has to wonder: Did he become? Well, I mean, that's that's one of the things in. I do like about this. He gets an arc. Oh, like he for sure. Starts, he starts this thing just fucking angry and by the end of it it's it's a different character also we should be clear here too this is the least bruce wayne centric batman that i've seen Mm. maybe you would disagree but you know i I rewatched 1989 batman i've seen the the next one with catwoman and and danny devito penguin a million times on tv batman forever a million times yeah i love the dark knight series except for the last one it still makes me angry the justice leave stuff is good but so this was like the first time it's called the batman Mm. But the Batman had the arc. This wasn't yeah, Bruce Wayne's moral was, conundrum. This is I mean, like it was. It was a little bit. I mean, well, yeah, of course. But, but I, the one thing I really liked about uh, Pattinson doing this is when he he does have the cowl off, he he just looks fucking haunted. Yeah, he, like he's playing it exactly like a guy with PTSD from watching his parents get gunned down as a kid. Like it's it's perfect. Yeah, he's, what little you see of his Bruce Wayne is like that was just icing for me. Yeah, me too. Hmm. And he, he did pull off because of that, and maybe because he was acting with the slouch and with the just the the look of just just complete misery every time he walked around. Where you know when you have John Leguizamo, it's, um, I get the Italian names mixed up. He was uh, Falcone. Um, when you get him the first time we see John Leguizamo, and he's like, "There's the only person more reclusive than me." And it's like, was that John no Leguizamo? One... Sorry, oh my god, John Turturro. Sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry. John Turturro. <laughs> Fuck. I buzzed you just for fun I'll drink anyway for letting you get away with that for as long as I did I love John Leguizamo I'm so sorry it was John Turturro my fault everybody so John Turturro is Carmine Falcone when he says like hey he's the guy he's the only guy more reclusive than me 
But like nobody would ever suspect him to be Batman when you saw him be such a brooding little just got what a little shit <laughs> like, like <laughs> why would you ever think he would be batman but anyway dave you are the dcu expert on here i know they tried to kind of sever ties with dcu maybe because they're just tired of like people coming in and out and i mean they think. i think i think when they just when they ditched the the ben affleck one and decided to go their own way it was a case of all right let's like this because we don't know if the, the dcu eu wasn't popular like right. that popular and this i think had the luxury of falling in around the same time james gunn came in to do suicide squad um they and they they kind of did that like with james gunn they just took their hands off the rails and let him go Mm -hmm. and so they kind of did the same thing with with matt reeves on this one and he like this thing is almost comics accurate like in a lot of in a lot of ways like tone i don't mean storyline i just in tone um it's it's like very comic accurate in tone and like even i mean even the hospital has gothic lighting that you know we, well we should talk wait this is it is important i know there's so much story to talk about but the architecture is very different i mean not only yeah. is wayne wayne they're in this wayne tower very gothic yeah they're not in they're not in wayne mansion they're in wayne tower and first of all it's obviously the decor the gothic decor clearly has like bat looking symbols kind of built in obviously which is great again that's probably very comic accurate but really interesting and then there's always light coming in the light is always shadowed it's it's never mm. just like a pure open window and stuff oh, yeah. but i just thought the architecture was really fucking interesting what and they, they yeah they use that to great advantage too like like this if nothing like as well this is beautifully shot and beautifully i was like shot. i was like who the who the fuck shot this and i looked it up we've been talking about him like crazy it's right Greg, yeah it's greg fraser the dp from rogue one and you know that little film called dune yeah we talked about him a lot during dune right well, and he, you go back through his whole catalog and it's just like 25 years of just like beautiful looking shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. This this is really. And then, of course, I, I kind of said some shit about the score because of the Imperial March and stuff. But Michael Giacchino's score is so, so good. And I'm so glad we live in a world where I was, you know, back to Star Wars. Speaking of Dune, where um, where Hans Zimmer, who, you know, Hans Zimmer and Michael Giacchino, like. Hans Zimmer seems to have the belt a lot. We just assume he's the best, but Michael Giacchino has got two Oscars. What he did in Up and like, I mean, <laughs> fucking Ratatouille, but even all that Lost, like he really is ridiculous. Star Wars is great, but it all sounds good on a, on a soundtrack. This does not necessarily sound good on a soundtrack, but it is haunting. Yeah. And they, and they have the repetitive themes, you know, to give us uh-huh. a little out. But it was like, the, the score and the way they shot, and the you, color, like you amazing. You notice the, the theme is almost the same pace that he walks around interesting interesting i didn't think about that but it is slowed down that yeah. is, that's really he, i mean because he, he walks a lot like it, this is like this is a batman that is action when he needs to be but most of the time he's walking around slowly and at first i was like why the fuck is he walking around this like because they bring him in and it's like why did, why is he walking around so slowly and then i realized uh in the like the very next scene that he's got contacts in his eyes and he's filming everything and i was like that- yeah i don't i don't run around with a camera either like like so there's a reason for like everything that's happening. You're like, why is it happening like that? There's a reason. And it's usually explained, which is great. Ugh. Also, last thing about the music, there was no mids. It was all lows and highs. They oh, yeah. just cut the mid out. So Dave, I know you mix sound. It's always the mids that make something muddy. There's no mids in this so that everything's clear. <laughs> but then also you get that kind of shrieky, like horror thing on top without, it's just, anyway. Mm. Let's, let's you, you talked about this great. Let, let's get into the beginning of this because this fucking movie opens, first of all, it's we know pretty quickly that it's the mayor and and just the 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 second we see riddler i don't know about you but everybody in our 
We, our, our place is hype because everybody, they applauded the entire Nicole Kidman opening thing I, at AMC. Okay, yeah. Everybody's doing that sarcastically now. They did it in my theater as well. And Good. those bastards put the long one back in for this. Yeah. Like I got the full Nicole Kidman treatment and I, I feel like yeah. the, the person whose idea it was at AMC suddenly noticed they'd cut it. They're like, no, 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 back in. Everybody was laughing, cheering, like the entire time. Like people, like somebody after 30 seconds would be like, woo! Like it's so yeah. ridiculous. Um, okay. For anyone who's listening, I noticed we had a, a shit ton of downloads in Australia. Um, yes. Like Queensland this this week went nuts because I, I know they're all like having trouble with floods down there at the moment. So oh. good on you for like hanging out and listening. Hope you guys are doing great. Um, and getting out of the water, stay dry. Don't try and drive your car through it. It's bad. Never ends well. <laughs> Um, Th- that happened in front of an Airbnb I was at one time. Somebody in a minivan tried driving they, through it. Why did they and, do that? And the, the 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 engine just started smoking, and that was it. So anyone in Australia or other countries who are listening to us, because we have a few now, um, yeah, I, I look up on YouTube. You'll probably be able to find it. AMC Nicole Kidman, and you'll understand what we're talking about because they play this before every fucking every film movie, every in single the one. theater, and it's to get people to come to the theater. But we're already there. We're already in the fucking theater. I'm already there. She, and they actually say things like, this is why we come to the theater. And we're like, this? No. The Batman no. is why yeah. we came What's to the theater. What's on after you is why we came to the fucking theater. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So anyway, we digress. So, so then we get into this opening and the Batman is the shadows. I thought that was a really, really cool sequence. Mm. Also, for some reason, it, they, they definitely were shameless about the fact that it's New York in this one. I know that the Dark Knight oh, series yeah. was largely shot in Pittsburgh and Chicago, but this was so shamelessly New York. Um, and and it, there's, you know, there's a lot, go- there's a lot going on in the world. So I'll, very quickly, I was like, this shit's pretty real already, even though it's very dark and uh, stylized. And- I'll, I'll tell you, I did not think they could get realer than Nolan. Uh, and I they mean, did. It's haunting. Like I'm saying, yeah. it's dystopian, but it's also really real. Like that. What mm. a weird line that they drew. They drew perfectly. But that opening. So he's in the shadows. We don't know where he is. He beats the shit out of the people first, right? At the um. Um. No. It it cuts through. There's there's the voiceover with him narrating yeah. his journal that he keeps. So it's yeah. It's full noir at this point. Like it's a yes. voiceover with dark like shadows everywhere and cutting the different scenes of the city. It's raining. You could not get more fucking detective noir if you tried, and. He, uh, it, they turn the bat signal on, and he's saying how like he's be- that's become a weapon because they don't know in which shadow he's hiding in, and it gives right. you th- like three scenarios, yeah, um, of where he could possibly be, and then of course he's revealed to be in one of them and kicking the shit out of people in shoes. There he is. Well, from the train, yeah. the train sequence, which is yeah. really well done, which we've seen in the trailer, yeah, and that was in the trailer too. Um, and I also love how. Um, it's just it was a different it was different it was, it was yeah. just different than Bale. i want to like, talk like, a little bit more about that later because the line at the end of that really got me um the the vengeance one the one that yeah. they repeat no, over and over again no 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 there's a, another bit there but I, I won't i won't touch on it yet um I'll okay wait for spoilers um, oh yeah we're, it, it's a little bit spoilery um because we haven't got there this. yet yeah we're just Wait, I, I, I didn't in even case do any, in case any, anyone hadn't guessed we love this we like this movie yeah <laughs> go see it go see it people it's just so cool it's so cool. How, we don't really get th- into like the best comic book stuff that came out quickly. Like, is this the best comic book ever? Like, that's I, I don't want. I want to put the recency bias aside, but this is really this is really something. This, this is, is really something. this is a really good Batman film. Fuck yeah! I mean, it's a good murder mystery. Yeah. It really it really does cross genres a, a like, lot. If you're a, if you're a hardcore for years fan of Batman, uh, not the, necessarily the movies, but all of the like the entire literature and everything, then this is the probably what you've been waiting for. Shit. High praise. High mm. praise. 
I, and what I a time too like well, we just had spider-man which celebrated the entire franchise basically of spider-man um and then you got like noir epic batman yeah and then we're going straight into like doctor strange in the multiverse <laughs> it's either the holy trinity of superhero movies or it's a sign of the end times one of the two so, wait D- dc had two successful movies in a row it's the end times it's got to be the end what's times going on? What's, what's happening here yeah and and peace do are you counting peacemaker too so there you go like yeah that's three go dc um so i we're, we're still not really in the spoiler section but we got to talk about they they introduced the riddler early which is good this mm. it's good he's gonna be there the whole time and it's it's that's what makes it kind of like seven again i don't want to overdo that metaphor that reference but it's so good when there's one villain and in this case, unlike the Joker, unlike some of the other ones, we don't really see him. We, we think no, we do. A, we, we think he's a voice. For... He's a voice. He's a he's a video where you only see one eye or something kind of weird. But like the way they introduce him in that the first the first kill is fucking haunting. And then of course the the political aspect of it and man, it starts with some fucking high stakes. But then back to your point, where when Batman is in the crime scene. Because now he's friends. I'm like, get all the Dark Knight shit out of your head for people that you know had that yeah. stuck in your head. Because so now, now he's right. He's telling that line where he's invited to crime scene because of Gordon, but nobody else likes him. And he's walking weird. And I was like, it's style. Maybe it's that. And then you find out later that he recorded the whole thing. It's like, wow, that is hmm. that is some class shit. I'm glad that you talked about that. Um, should, can we just get into spoilers? That's, and that's every- not giving. That's giving away like two seconds of a three-hour movie. So it's it's there's no that's has nothing to do with any big spoiler or surprise. So. Somebody dies in the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the, the well, actually, a fair few. <laughs> just okay. Let, go see this movie. We'll we'll we'll, we'll ease into the spoilers. We're not going to be like. John I just want to quick died like I John just, did. Yeah, I just want to quickly jump through the. Uh... We're not going to be like, okay, so then Batman died. He didn't die. I'm just saying, like, you know, like John does that with his spoilers. I just want to quickly jump through the cast. So, like, Robert Patterson um, looks amazing. And it, that might actually be my favorite look and mood for the character so far out of any of them. Nice. I love the suit. The suit looks yeah. fantastic. Uh, Zoe Kravitz nailed it. I think so too. I as like from the the films I saw before, um, I was like, she's going to be really good, and she did not disappoint at all. Like they they it. totally yeah. they underplay Catwoman, if anything. Like they never refer to her as Catwoman, um, but she's it's quite obviously she'll she'll eventually become Catwoman. But was that was that the biggest laugh in the movie for you when he goes, "You've got a lot of cats." No, there was a couple of other ones. There's there's okay. some stuff they say totally deadpan serious, but it's still damn funny. Tension, man, tension. Yeah. Um, Colin Farrell, unrecognizable. Dude, you wouldn't as, know it's as him. Penguin. The 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 woman next to me must have thought I was having a heart attack because the first time he turned up on stage and spoke, I was leaning forward in my chair, clutching my chest, going, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> like it was just yeah. the most amazing thing I've seen in as far as a look in a long time. Cool. And yeah. I'm glad that he's getting a, a spinoff show. So, um, really, on HBO really- Max. Surprisingly realistic, where he toes that line of like it's ridiculous, it's dystopian, but real. Whereas Devito's was was wild. There's a clown. Yeah, That's okay. oh, that, that was a totally different tone. Yeah, this, exactly. This was so this, this was is cool. the uh, this is the arms dealer rougher yeah. penguin that a lot of the um like Arkham game players yeah. and stuff are used and the, to. And and the guy on Gotham was great too. So this is probably yeah, he world, was great. But, but even more anyway, sorry. only less campy than that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I think that's. I mean, Paul Dano is the Riddler. We'll we'll talk about that a little bit in a minute we'll but yeah i just i just think all around nobody nobody disappointed in this film jeffrey wright it was such a good because gordon everybody who plays gordon always is this confident whatever i loved 
seeing uh he's not he's sorry he's not commissioner gordon he's just lieutenant gordon yeah. in this film i love seeing him just be fucking stressed out about the situation he's in and not just mm-hmm. be like i got that like not be a po- he wasn't a politician he was not a politician in this he was a lieutenant just trying to do his job and, he and all, his, all his friends him. are dying well, yeah, I mean, but even before that, he still has that kind of stressed out thing. He's like, you know anything about this? To the Batman is like, he's here, he's your guy. You know, the whole way they set that up, I thought that was great. Mm. Um, Peter Sarsgaard, John Turturro, as some of the supporting characters were just, yeah. oh my God, right on the, and then there was some, I love the guy who played, Kenzie was great, is that the guy, the mayor guy was great, the 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 new mayor, Bella, was great. Um, and then Barry Kewen, I guess, is going to be, he might be the next villain in the next movie. Um, we've been seeing his face a lot, but. Mm. Um, we're in the, are we in the spoil? Can everybody leave? Can I can I ask one? Yeah, quick no, not- let's 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 do the spoilers. We'll, we'll hit full spoilers. Okay, this it's not that much of a spoiler, but the the only thing if if I'm sometimes you sit back and you say I wish blank, even though you know that the story checks out. I I just I wish there was more Alfred. Okay, yeah, I I get that. Um, I I get I I kind of like that they used him as a bit of a device. Like he was trying to get him to take care of himself. He knew he wouldn't take care of himself. So he did the best he could. And I, th- I think given the amount of story they had to tell around Batman, I don't think it, it would have been too much. Yeah, I, I, no, I get it. Yeah. I get it. But yeah, you're it, right. It, you're I right. Wasn't, he was, I wasn't he, butthurt and, about Andy it. Andy Serkis knocked it out of the park. He was he was a great Alfred. I wasn't sure how that was going to go. Right. Again, like the, some of these casting choices were like a bit weird when I first announced. And as it turns out, they were fucking amazing. But it has to be because obviously Michael Caine, and then I I really like Jeremy Irons in everything, but I like how Jer- how serious James, Jeremy Irons was, but also like, like he just seemed really he wasn't he wasn't he didn't seem like a a, a manservant Jerry Jerry Jeremy Irons, um so I when it, when they did Andy Circus I was like okay well he's gonna stretch a little bit and he just stretched just enough I I, I thought he that like, man the sweet that spot. man can do anything the lamp like everything yeah that was really 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 <laughs> cool um okay cool. Should we All just right. talk about the? Should we talk about the Riddler? Should we talk? Yeah, I mean, fuck Riddler. Like, that was like when they finally get to the reveal, and it's just like a normal kid, and he's just basically like some kind of incel fanboying over like the bat, and you're like, oh, okay, and then they take him away, and there's still 45 minutes of the movie to go. Yeah, <laughs> and then we get to that interrogation scene where he just fucking snaps when it doesn't go the way he wants it to and it's i like that i really like that so like his choices in that were really good for me paul dano knows how to play a tortured soul like when when is he just gonna be like a nice sweet leading man like he's only gonna think be he the can guy. now <laughs> there we blood prisoners uh even love and mercy where he was like i'm gonna go with the drug addict crazy you know probably isn't great at a dinner party uh brian wilson <laughs> like he it's just i've seen him in a play too like i mean he, you know he has he did like in indie films he does but hmm. my god what is the way his eyes were so wide the whole time and also it was great because jim carrey was so camp as the riddler and you know we, we don't have to compare everybody to everything but there's precedent for all of these characters yeah and so to have him just be a psychopath but also all the riddles check out and and it's He's not just thirsty for more riddles. You know, he's not going to go like be, have like a sexual experience just thinking about riddles. You know, no, like- the, I think the thing that sold his character in the end for me, and this is a massive spoiler. So if you're still with us, for God's sake, tune out Get now. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Um, 
the thing that sold the Riddler character for me is that he won. I, I love like that they even had... when they had him in prison, he's like, "No, it's not over. You haven't won," and he right. then proceeds to like win. Oh my god! And then when you find out, he's like, "Guys, they're gonna have me by tomorrow," and then you know, and it's like, "Oh, yeah. what an asshole!" Yeah, that's da- that's danger. Hmm. I like that he went full psychopath on this too. Like when he was in the thing, and he's like, "No, no, this isn't the way it's supposed to be." It's confusing as an yeah. audience member when you're like, "What are you talking about?" Like you really thought the Batman was gonna go with you, and it's like, "Oh God." Yeah. The- he was it was so good i love that even just the texts it wasn't even him where it's yeah. like he's like next victim is he dead and, and the riddler just goes not yet like even just over text <laughs> yeah it's like fuck <laughs> oh my god this guy's but, a maniac no yeah, it was, I, uh, that that was one of the best representations i've seen of the riddler i i said back when they were doing uh when nolan was doing it um when um dark knight rises was yet to come out i'm like if he does, if he ever does the Riddler, it'll be a Saw-style serial killer, where you have to solve the puzzle to get out. And that's what this was. And this, was seven this, this Saw, right? It, like, sort of, it wasn't quite Sawish. No, it wasn't. Um, right, it wasn't Saw. Although the guy, the guy with the bomb around his neck, maybe a touch, yeah, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, um, and I, I'm happy that they, I'm like happy they did exactly what they did, and that's a great start for that character. Because now they're, they're, they're going to yeah, keep going. Yeah. Now he's in Arkham and he's got friends. Fuck man, Arkham. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Oh, and then I, I love that element too of sort of the um. Again, this is so relevant now. The um, knowing that you can go on, let's say, eight chan. I don't know, just a random website, and you can basically just rile up the next civil war, which sort of happened in this. But you know, there's friends on the inside. You know, there's like hmm. cops that watch Fox News that that are uh, guarding that prison. <laughs> <laughs> that are like, what insurrection? Ah, oh, these incels. Um. Yeah, I, yeah I, I, a few people have a few people have complained about its wokeness. I, I have no idea what, what? the fuck I'm talking about. I, Get the I don't fuck know. out of you here! Just, what are you, you just talking wanna, about? Yeah, you just want to be pissed off at something. It's like, oh, everybody likes it. It must be woke. It's wokeness. Wait, all, the, all those leftists seem to like it, so yeah, I must hate it. That's yeah. I don't know what they're doing, but uh, yeah, they called, it, they called it woke. It's about yeah. terrorism, and it's about how the main character is like is by trying to solve terrorism might be causing more terrorism. And what? And what he didn't change his pronouns? Like I don't know what. <laughs> what like what? Is, I don't understand what they think. Batman, is, they it. <laughs> they yeah, he, yeah, he's not sitting there going. Yeah, he's not. I don't want to. I don't want to. It's obviously a serious issue for a lot of people. I don't want to. I don't want. Batman wasn't sitting there going like, out of respect for. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I, yeah, whatever. Get the fuck out of here. He's just stupid with the woke and stuff. Um, you mentioned Catwoman. What a story yes. arc. Yeah. What an angle that she wasn't, um, she wasn't resurrected by a cat god. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say she wasn't pure femme fatale, that she actually allowed it to be genuine and that was enough. Or obviously she had ulterior motives going on. Like she had skills. We don't know where she got them. Um, but you grow up in that environment, you develop some skills. Um, yeah. And yeah, she used her skills to help her friend and then it didn't go well. And that sent her down a little bit of a path where, you know, she might almost be killing people. <laughs> and, and to, uh, yeah, that was, that was great. That was great. And she would have been justified to do it in, in a sick way. Obviously I'm not saying killing's good, but like you, I, you, to be honest, I had no idea what way that scene was going to go. I'm sitting there going, 
this this could go either way and i'm good with with it whatever direction this takes like there, one, one way is a darker path but i'm on board i don't even know there's two different ver- ways the one on the rooftop and the one inside like it could yeah. be either one of those that you're talking about and i think both of those kudos to the character for that the mm. way that she turns into catwoman and he's watching her there's that the whole the way and yep. he chases her down and goes like all of that was so 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 well done but i just love and uh, it's no shade to anybody that's played catwoman because it's a hard role and except for halle berry but everybody else um has played this <laughs> again i actually really like the girl on gotham who was like a 16 year old like gymnast yeah. like whatever i thought she was great um but they Except all for episode two if you're gonna watch gotham skip episode two <laughs> okay so i don't know who directed that but they make it do like weird things like clean herself and say meow all the time yes oh everyone, God, everyone was everyone was like what the fuck and they never do it again they never did it again so, yeah yeah you're right because they were kind of like test it out like try out like try it on try on the clothes you know yeah. spend it whatever anyway um i'm pretty sure the, i'm film, pretty sure the showrunners had a vacation that week or something and they came back and they're like not, you did what i'm not <laughs> i'm not throwing shade at any anybody who played catwoman but catwoman always seems like she might kill bruce wayne there's always this thing where she's like i'm gonna get i don't know there's like this always there's always too much subtext like that and I like that mm. she she could have still done that in this. She's not. I don't think she would kill Bruce Wayne. I, I don't. I can't see that much to, bring, to back that up. But she would definitely leave him for dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there was fine, jewelry fine. involved, like whereas yeah. whereas this this Selina, jewelry. this Selina Kyle, while she'll lie to him and be dishonest to him, and you know what? To be fair, there is still a, a script where the same exact character portrayal could have ended up leaving Batman for dead. I love it that she didn't make that her whole performance. And I, I thought that like. Mm. Just saying, this is. I, I'm not going to tell you everything I want, but I want this for now. I know you want stuff, and we're going to work together. We're going to keep our secrets. I just thought I thought she hit it right. I, hit, I thought she hit the nail right on the head. I thought it was really, really a cool take. Yeah, I mean, her and Pfeiffer, equal ground for me, because they're right. two distinctly different characters. Like Pfeiffer right. is very sultry and camp. This one is completely realistic, and believable. Yeah, like she never does a single like. That's the other thing about all the tech in this. Like they don't go full over the top tech. Like when he uh, when he is trapped on the top of the building and you're expecting the cape, and he hits mm-hmm. a button and the cape wraps around him and turns into a, a gliding suit. I'm like, yes, they stayed within their rules, and I, yeah. I really respect that. And then of course when he gets to the bottom and he tries to use the grapple and just lo- loads himself over the top of a fucking bus. I'm, and, that, I was su- and crunches I was the ground. That, the, that looked like it hurt. Fuck yeah, fuck it hurt. I, I was actually <laughs> surprised he pulled the parachute on that, and I was. I actually did want to. I did want to ask you a little bit about. Did they make Batman too physically vulnerable? Because that's obviously something that came up in the Bale Batman. But like, yeah, was I, he getting too much shit kicked out of him? I don't think so. I think, um, like in the fights, it was kind of a fair game here and there, and that was that was realistic. You're surrounded by you know four guys one guy's going to get a hit in you can't block everything um in the case of like the suit i got the impression that was the first time he's been trapped enough to use that like the the glider um that's the impression i got from that because it was like he was like shit okay let's let's try this and it is year two he's only had these things for like a a year and a half two years i I like that they established that yeah andy circus said that in a quick line yeah I also think that it's cool. Maybe he saw Spider-Man enough times to be like, if a 16-year-old could shoot webs, the next day he's not going to be like just fucking 100 feet in the air. Like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. One miss and you're dead. Like, yeah. you're still 16. Like, And he probably was like, you know, 
I, I, I should be, I'm standing on a roof, whether I'm Batman or not, I'm mortal. And I, I, I did think that was a cool choice, but I was curious because he, he got the shit kicked out of him a lot. He did. And uh, I mean, that's, that's the thing. Like that's, I think that's why they have so much trouble with Superman because yeah. you can't, the only way to do that, like to, like, I was having this discussion today with someone, like the only way to weaken Superman is literally to poison him. Mm-hmm. And otherwise he's completely invincible. And like, if he's in a fight, he's going to win. Yeah. So they, they added a little bit of the, you know, he might get the shit kicked out of him at this point because he's surrounded by five people and he doesn't have five fists. I also love that he passed out twice, which means yeah. that there were two different times in this movie that somebody could have unmasked him and they didn't. And I think they actually pulled that off really well because that's one of those things mm. you have the circle and you have to be well, like, well, I mean, one Gordon, of them was Selena Kyle, so kudos. Yeah. And then Gordon, yeah. Gordon was would never have pulled that mask off. I don't think that he he not, he's pissed about not knowing who he is, even though they've been working together for two years. But he, he still wouldn't Gordon. pull that. He still wouldn't push. He still wouldn't pull that mask off. Certainly, this Gordon. I, I, again, I thought Jeffrey Wright. I, it's funny they it. didn't. He didn't get too much screen time, like not too much screen time and stuff like that. But you learned a lot about Gordon just from the way he acted. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, mm. Oh my god, I, I love all of his asides. Okay. Um, uh, where to next? Where to next? Where to next? The car. Okay, the car. What did you think of the car? The car. That's, was cool. I mean, that's that's the thing. Like when you go into a bat film, it's the suit, the actor, the car. Wait, that's, wait, no. The signature shot. Tell me, tell me that in the editing bay, they didn't spend an entire day on the upside down Batman shot with the fire in the background when Penguin's <laughs> in the car. And tell me they didn't sit there and say. Should we just spend 30 seconds on this shot? Because this shot is so fucking good. Should we slow it down? They probably spent an entire day on that one shot because that was the coolest shit I've ever seen. It was on, I saw it on Dolby Digital. I know you saw it on IMAX. So you're talking no, about I, it. No, I, I, I did. I, no, I went digital. Dolby Digital. Th- oh, sorry. I thought you said you were yeah. doing it for IMAX and then you said it wasn't. Yeah, no, there IMAX, was so. there was no good seats left. So you saw it, you saw it um, Cinema One at, at Lincoln Square? No, I went to Times Square, who uh, Times Square actually fills their medium popcorns, so it resembles a medium popcorn. <laughs> Get the fuck out. I know you're right. <laughs> um, that's hilarious. But that, I, it, just because it's the same scene, because the whole, because we only really see the mobile ones. The, the, we saw a lot of motorbikes, which was awesome too. Mm-hmm. I kind of, I like the, the, the motorcycle, but yeah, fuck the, man, that. But the reveal of the car, it was like, you get all this revving and you're like, oh, it's coming, it's coming. And then they show the front of the car and you're like, Oh, it's kind of just a car. I, okay, I'll, I'm willing to go with that. And then they show the back of the car, uh, and it's got a fucking jet engine bolted in the back of it. And you're like, yes, <laughs> this is gonna be awesome when he hits it. Like, yeah, it's it, like, and then that car chase, like where he's just again realistic. He's smashing into things. Like he's that. trying to hold that thing, but he's bumping like other cars and stuff like that. It's it's like me playing Grand Theft Auto. Like I cannot stay on the fucking road. So it's yeah. It, oh, come on. Oh, Batmobile and Grand Theft Auto would be awesome. And to our, to our friends, Matt uh, and dude, Mark. Good, just quick one. I was playing Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. Um, and you find a Batmobile. There's a, a guy really? who becomes, there's a guy who like leaves this note about how he's, he's, his parents were murdered and he becomes Merkman. And he's, you get one of the best cars in the game hidden under in a cave somewhere for free awesome. even. Yeah, it's great. It's a Batmobile. One of my favorite stories is uh, my brother used to have a, a bat suit that was just like his go-to Halloween costume. And one year in New York City on Halloween, if you called an Uber, the Uber app had all of the cars as Batmobiles. So like it, it, a Batmobile was coming to pick you up, basically. Yep. I don't know how they figured that out, but that was cool. It was I um, think it was the day uh, the day that 
um, Back to the Future 2 happened. If you called an Uber, a DeLorean would turn up. You had a fair chance of a they DeLorean turning up. Yeah. That's really cool. That's really fucking cool. Um, but yeah, that, that whole, the whole sequence, that sequence cost tens of millions of dollars because they destroyed yeah. real cars 100%. And not just like shells of cars, like cars that were moving were like fucking hitting shit, I swear. I, I don't know yeah. how they did that. I don't they know. Were, At they... night, night shot. So can you imagine lighting that? Like, I don't <laughs> Yeah, fire. You light it with fire. <laughs> I'm telling you, that shot, upside down Batman shot, going slow. Yeah. They pr- they probably did the the Nirvana guitar chords on that too. Was like I, I saw that and I was like, no, that, that was the, the kind of p- that was the two note piano riff. That's that is the shit that 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 we in our old apartment uh, with John. Uh, do you remember John? John was our friend once. Uh, I remember John who. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's the kind of poster you hang up over the wall. That upside down Batman shot. Is, oh my god, it was so cool. Anyway, but back to that car chase. I, I mentioned Matt and Mark because they they shat on me when I said I loved the Dune sequence where you didn't know who was on what side when the the attack happened, mm-hmm. and they hated it because you couldn't tell who they were, and I loved it because you couldn't tell who they were because it was confusing because I was like it's a battle. They, That's I true. Knew. You don't often wear colors. <laughs> yes, dang. <laughs> we gotta get our buzz quote up. Um, but in that car chase scene, it was weird because they nailed it perfectly where I was like, I don't know where we are. I don't know where they are in relation to each other. But I, at the same time, I kind of felt their relationship to each other. Mm. I, I thought that was really well. I'm sure the editing is yeah. really, really exceptional. Is really exceptional. I know it's a long movie, but when I looked at my watch and we were two hours in, I was really surprised because I was game for another hour. Well, no I'll, t- I'll tell you, the, someone sitting next to me, was on their phone all through the the trailers and like every two seconds picking up their phone picking up their phone picking up their phone texting someone doing this doing that and i'm like fucking hell this is not i'm gonna have to tell them to stop it because they're right next to me and it's like it's not dull and so i'm sitting there and we got two seconds into the batman i didn't see that phone for three hours (laughs) should we gush that person Okay, last thing. We don't have to talk shop the whole time. We can get a little loose, but mm. just the whole crime, the way the story unfolded. Obviously, we are four, and we don't have to break it down scene by scene, but Batman's always a crime story, right? And so it's yeah. like, it's always teetered around noir. Um, I mean, Batman first appeared in Detective Comics. Exactly. So, so it's, it, yeah. Ex- exactly. He's the world's but, greatest detective, apparently. This Which one... they throw in there as a line. That was my favorite joke, actually. <laughs> the world's... Yeah, sure, sure. Oh, my God. Uh, when that scene with Penguin, where they realize they fucked up, and mm-hmm. he's correcting it, <laughs> speaking Spanish. It's so... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was great. And then and then they leave him with the... Co- yeah, because yeah. actually... And that was just really good... Sh- Come on, it's got to have a little bit of humor. When, yeah. when they're watching the Riddler's thing, and they have to go to the orphanage, and... Then they like the penguins, like, yeah, I'm still here. But they didn't do it in a campy way, like you would see in a mm. Hallmark movie, where they're like, you didn't remember me? He's like, guys, I, I just I watched that whole thing. And they just like walk away and don't say anything. I love it when, when scriptwriters have the confidence to let characters just leave without saying anything. We don't have to say goodbye all the time. Even though in real life, I would say something. Yeah, it's okay just, in these movies, just walk away. Yeah, Fuck this there was guy. just no parting line. They just left him. Yeah. When, when stakes are life and death, you're not worried about the next time you see him and having to apologize. So just leave him in his handcuffs and hope you never see him again. <laughs> like, but anyway, the whole dirty cop thing, it's it's been in every Batman movie. And then you have the one villain, but then you have the rat and you have the crime family. And then you have the other person who's not really in the crime family, but might be straight. 
Like if Robert Duvall and The Godfather had his own separate syndicate. I, I just thought, I thought the way that they handled all that layering was was exceptional. It was absolutely exceptional. And you got fed little bits of it. It was like, okay, there's the mystery over who organized, like who organized the death of the Waynes. And then there's the mystery over who's the rat. And then there's the mystery over like, who's the Riddler going to kill next? Why is he doing this? What's it got to do with like yeah. Thomas Wayne? Like there's so many threads and they, they really tie them up neatly. If there was any criticism, I would say it's that they spend so much time on these threads that when it gets, comes time to end the film, it all, it's almost like the end of the Hobbit where it has like those four endings. Yeah. <laughs> Not the Lord of the Rings. Did the four endings, just the Hobbit. Hobbit was way worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True, 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 true. Um, wait, so wait, just at that point, though, just to just to press you on the one thing that I can see, let's say somebody else getting a little picky about you have back to back same story that contradicts each other. That kind of stuff usually happens in reporter things like Spotlight mm-hmm. or whatever. But so he asks Falcone, he asks John Turturro. Yes. And John Turturro tells the whole story. And then he immediately goes to Alfred and he's like, you lied to me. And then Alfred goes, no. And then he tells his side of the story in back to back scenes. That didn't did that did that get you at all? Where you were kind of like, we're just hearing the same story again, but no, a different way. Uh, it was absolutely like I was hundred percent on board with that, mainly because like it's it's a he has a similar story to um, like a similar way of that to the Joker. Every time the Joker asks, like, gets asked about his like parentage or his origin or whatever, he makes something up, and it's never the True. same. And it was a Bruce Wayne style of that, like every everyone in that city had a motive or the opportunity to kill his parents. And so he's, he's trying to find out the truth and everyone keeps giving him a different version of the fucking story Is and that- hinting. And it was, I, I, I love that because it, it just keeps it going around. It's like at some point he might find out and when he finds out, there's going to be fucking hell to pay, but they're going to keep you waiting for that. Is that Wayne drama in the comics? I kind of I didn't remember that that way, but maybe it's because I'm a, more of a cinephile um, than I, I didn't read the. Depends on who's writing the comic. Sometimes they downright, like, say who killed him, and sometimes they don't. So, because in this, I kind of forgot that Thomas Wayne ran for mayor. I certainly didn't know that the mom was insane, but I guess they'll, I guess Gotham talked about well. Anyway, um, I mean that's a little bit variable as well. There's, there's, yeah, exactly. That's the thing. There's so many different comic threads of Batman. Um, like you've got DC Fifty Two, you've got the original Detective Comics stuff. You've got like all different types of the storyline, and a lot of the backstory has been either retconned or ignored along the <laughs> yeah. way. Sometimes, so you got yeah. you got plenty of options to pull from. But it was just it was just so cool. And then I, I, I love the Riddler. Maybe that's the woke thing they're talking about, but that's not woke. That's just fucking truth where the Riddler's like, you, you're not, he's, you know, you're, you're not a, you're not a real orphan. <laughs> that whole, that whole, the whole thing I thought was, was great. Like that is, it's so true, you know? And, and that is something that, that people are dealing with now that we're so well connected. It's like he, Bruce Wayne feels kind of like a uh, kind of like a victim but he's torn between privilege and victim and so he takes matters into his own hands for this because he's like he can't live with himself otherwise and there's other people that are like then donate your fucking legacy then donate your like fuck your legacy. like why, well, I mean, why the, do, yeah you the, care more the, about your billion dollars than you do about your your than anything else. like just give like it away mayor, why didn't you like donate? The, you know, the the woman running for mayor like calls him out on it is that interesting yeah, like, she basically yeah, is yeah like, your parents you did a lot for this city you haven't done anything Again, that's really good script writing that it was yeah. her that said that, who they're on the same team, very obviously, and mm. not the Riddler, or not somebody in Falcone's. It was but he, the new mayor that in, was like, please in, help me make thing. the city better. 
that was the thing. He's pulled completely away from being Bruce Wayne. So in his mind, yeah. he's doing Batman for the city. But they and don't know it, he's Batman. So it's like also it, he doesn't accept that that's him now. That's his. Yeah. He is the billionaire. It's not his parents anymore. It's not his grandparents. It's him. And he wants the Batman to be his legacy, even if he dies. And it's like, get the fuck out of here. Like, hmm. this is, well, this is yeah, him was, now. We, we caught him at a very interesting time because he's pretty much the whole Bruce Wayne persona was gone. There was nothing, yeah. almost none of that left in him. He didn't want anything to do with that life. He All he wanted to do was be the Batman and avenge like his parents and Gotham and that sort of thing. And that's the, the thing I was talking about where he comes around to by the end of the film being more of a part of the community and realizing that they need both and the batman needs to like you know settle down a little bit um because that that first line at the the brawl at the beginning in the subway really fucking got me when he goes through the fight and he chases him away and the guy's leaning down on the railing he's like they still hurt me (laughs) yeah and it's like yeah you beat the shit out of them but what good did it do i'm still injured yeah you're right and also, Batman, can you beat the shit out of these guys more? Because if you leave them like that, they're gonna keep doing shit. Because if they know, like, you gotta make, you gotta give them an incentive to stop. Oh my god, I have something in my eye. This is fun. I, I, I don't know. I, I like those two extra clocks in the face on the ground were a pretty good incentive. Like, you will that. think twice before you fuck with anyone in the subway again. Did you Especially like that light shining? Did you like the subway fight, or did you like the fight in the dark with the guns? That was also in the trailer, but going into Falcone's place I had, at the end. Dude, I had flashbacks to Darth Vader in Rogue One. Oh yeah, cool. I I, <laughs> I, I did think about it because I was just like, "What? This is fucking. This is so yeah. cool." And I was also like, "How do they not hear that in the other room?" Um, <laughs> That's a it, fair question. It was in the trailer, so it's fine. It, it's um, we don't have to obsess over it, but that was fucking cool. Where yeah. you only saw him lit up when the that that reminded me of the um, the um the the fight sequence what was the um god damn it the the fight sequence use your words with charlie cox when charlie cox in was daredevil? playing daredevil yeah in season one that that fight sequence oh, the, in the, hallway the giant wanna the, the giant that goes wanna, up yeah. the stairs yeah that reminded me of that one yep. where like him and his body double were like going in and out of the frame yes so, like, they were just being the people i was like fuck yes that's that was that was just yeah, I feel like we're at the point in the, all these superhero movies where a good script is a good script, regardless of the genre, whether it's comic book, whether mm. it's whatever. Like all of the boxes have to be checked, the surprise element and stuff. But like, we 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 know it works, we know it doesn't, and you can pick. You, we have it's all there to to steal from to help your project. And and I thought well, that also the thing is, I we had a filmmaker come in who has an obvious love of Batman that came through loud and clear, and yeah. the studio who normally gets their fingers in and fucking medals and locks you out and re-edits the end of your film on you and stuff like that. Didn't do that. And now they've, they've actually released a statement saying that, yeah, we're probably going to do more. We like, we're doing more of that. Uh, it's going to be, we're going to get these filmmakers and we're just going to let them go. And, and so know, we can thank Matt Reeve and James Gunn for, you know, who for else that. We could, you know who else we could thank? And, and you're, I know this is going to sound Crazy. If we're, just give me a second here. But I've, I've been listening to sports podcast and fingers Am- on the buzzer. <laughs> Amazon, Apple, they change the game in sports because they have more money than all of the sports network, or at least they they're willing to spend more money than all the sports networks. So ESPN, NBC, CBS, they're now throwing money at people. 
Because if they don't, Amazon will snatch somebody up for $20 million a year because why the fuck not? They want to get in the NFL. That's that's going to work. I feel like that's starting to happen here because those huge contracts on T, they're usually TV, right? So you have um, um, Ryan, Ryan, who's the guy that got the $100 million Netflix Murphy? contract? Ryan Murphy. You got Ryan Murphy with $100 million. You got um, Shonda has the $100 million contract. D.B. Weiss and Benioff have like two different ones because they lost one and they got another one. Yeah. So you have um, fucking uh, 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 Emmy Rossum's husband, um, Sam Esmail, has a $100 million contract. And it's like, it's not just about money and wealth. It's these places. Amazon says, we want to get in TV. It's 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 It all comes down to House of Cards. I know we can't talk about Spacey, but it was like Fincher and Spacey. Yeah, make whatever fucking show you want to make. Go. Hmm. I know you're not going to ruin your legacies here, so film the whole well, season. You well, don't have to film a pilot. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, what I'm saying now is that to all of our up-and-coming filmmakers like us and like our friend John who's making a student film right now, um, it sucks that it's hard to get that. Va- <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to get. It's hard to get on the board. It's hard to get on the board when there's the um, there's the gap, right? But mm. talent is talent, and these studios are just like people fuck up. We we have to admit that too, right? Pe- yeah. pe- Matt Reeves could have fucked this up, and they could have canned it, and they could have nixed mm. it. Thor but two exists, but that's better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. But that's better. They can nix it after the fact. But if they start getting their fingers in the jelly ball too soon, it's going to fuck everything up. So just invest in talent and back off. And then check in every now and then. Like you're uh, like you're building a house and you have an inspector yeah. coming and that, once that's, a month. That's uh, according to the statement this week after the like the Batman made like 300 million here and internationally. That is the and new policy. A- and it's a three-hour movie. So immediately, yeah. if you're a studio and you are putting your fingers in too much, you would immediately say it's too long. It's, I, mean, I will it's point bu- out, bu- though, um, we're, you're still on A-list, right? I'm on A-list, so we didn't pay for this. I'm but AMC, AMC did introduce premium pricing for this, and they trialed premium pricing for the Batman. So if you went to see the Batman, you paid more than to go and see something else that was on at the same theater. So they're looking at introducing tier pricing now. For the summer tent poles and wait, hold, the, hold like on, big movies. Tier pricing is in. I mean, it was twenty eight dollars is what it was supposed to be for the the Dolby Digital. Mm-hmm. Every everything's tiered though. Like if you go to IMAX, if you go to Dolby, it's yeah. Warm. But I'm talking if you go to a normal theater with no special features, you will pay more for the Batman than you will for anything even, else at even, showing at the theater. Even in sta- okay. yeah, even so, in standard. So basically, for any other like for any other film coming through, you might pay sixteen dollars, and for this one, you'll pay nineteen. Well, this is a, okay. Let me talk about Movie Pass for a second here. I know this is our Batman episode, but since it's just the two of us, we have a little extra wiggle room because John didn't eat up forty minutes of our of our time here. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm just kidding. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. It's usually me. Anyway, um, I got Movie Pass when it was ten dollars a month, and I remember thinking this is the dumbest thing ever. But at the same time. Why would I spend $27 to see Call Me By Your Name? I think that was like the year that I, I got Movie Pass. And I was like, I should spend $7 to go see this movie. Not because it's an inferior movie, but because that's that's it's a $7 movie. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, what do you want from me? It's, a, it's an indie film shot in Italy with great colors and great acting. Why is that the same price as The Batman? Like, you just, you just have to be realistic about these kinds of things. If you go to Broadway, I'm sorry. Hamilton costs more than... 
than than anything <laughs> right but if you go <laughs> if you want to see like a new show that nobody's heard of like i saw flying over sunset it's not going to cost the same as hamilton so why does every movie cost the same at amc it doesn't make any fucking sense well, unless it doesn't it's now but not only that there should be nine dollar movies that they throw in the basement at lincoln square i mean that, that if aren't it, 20 like the should only be $9. the only advantage to this because i disagree with this completely like what if you're, they're gonna if you're go gonna, to streaming they're just gonna go on if, demand no and, like, if the only the only upside to this is if they start lowering the tier then like you get a lower tier then you might get more indie films coming through cinemas which is great but they're not gonna fucking do that they're not gonna drop their price you've still got a minimum of 17 16 17 18 dollars and then they're just gonna go up from there but indie films would come into those theaters if you have the lowered surge. But I mean, obviously on the big weekends with Batman and stuff, yeah, everything's kind of fucked. But that's how it is anyway. But like, <laughs> but in some random week in January, like where we were doing our podcast, we were like, let's watch something from the '60s because the cinemas suck right now. It's like throw in a seven dollar whatever, like get people to AMC, and then you can advertise your catalog of what's coming up. Like that's what right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I mean that that's that's great. But I I just I'm a little wary about the tiered pricing. I think that's the only way to prevent everything to going from streaming is to tier down. That's what I think. I don't think they're going to tier down. Obviously, Dude, the, I think it's the big like, things are going to go to the theater. I don't want it to turn they, into theme they, parks. They it's have not just shareholders to answer to. It's not going down. It's going up. Fuck shareholders. Shareholders understand well, yeah. that... We say that. They can't say that. No, shareholders but share, don't shareholders, understand. Shareholders, shareholders get in those meetings and complain fucking blue murder when they don't AMC, get the dividends. AMC is not compete. I, <laughs> Don't break your non-compete or your uh, your your non-disclosure agreement. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shareholders need they they understand that they're competing with streaming now, and so if, if in a non-Batman week or a non-Spider-Man month, apparently, then why not? If you have fifteen theaters in there, why not two of them be indie? Film? Yeah, That'll no, just get people in there and you're then hundred percent wrong slate. about shareholders. Shareholders are fucking Jerry Maguire. Show me the fucking money. But here's no, no, no. I'm. I know that that's the truth about shareholders. The truth is, those shareholders aren't going to sell their stock no matter what you do. So don't listen to them. Ignore. I know that they. I know. I know <laughs> they own your. Fair point. <laughs> I know they own. I know they own your company. But if I owned AMC stock, I'm not going to sell it because movies have. They could still grow. They could still go up. So just don't listen to me. You know, it's like those meetings. How many times have you seen a town hall where somebody's like, "We need more wheelchair accessibility," and these politicians are like, "You're right." And then they vote against it because they're assholes. Like, just do that with shareholders. Yes, the shareholders are going to complain because you handed them a microphone and they bought a stock and they want to be able to speak and do whatever the fuck they want. And then ultimately Mark Zuckerberg does whatever the fuck he wants. None of the Facebook shareholders matter. So why should AMC shareholders matter? Do the right thing. Be smarter than your shareholders that read Entertainment Monthly or the blog that it's become and then think that they have the say to stand up there and say, you should do this. Don't listen to the shareholders, AMC, or listen to them, nod your head in agreement and say, we respectfully tell you to go fuck yourself. I I didn't actually have that much of an opinion on this. I just wanted you to go off. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Get out of here. Do you have anything else you want to say about the Batman? Who who are you looking for? Did you solve the riddle at the end of the the thing yet? Um, Yeah. No, I'm about halfway through solving it. What Um, you got? What do you got? No, I can't read that out now. Like everyone has to solve it themselves. Come on. People are going to go online in two days and find some oh, weird yeah, Reddit true. thread. Um, we're we're it, 50 minutes into this. The only people listening to this okay. already know the answer to it. Yeah, hi, Matt and Mark. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, hi, Matt. We should say, yeah. hi, Matt. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, the first half of it is you think I'm finished, Bat. Perhaps you don't know the full truth. 
that okay so that's where you're at so the second yeah. half is the second half i'm still translating because like the the key that i've got like the the dakota key is similar to the what's on the poster it's just not as clear so okay I'm, yeah this is gonna it's be what going. this is gonna be what the next villain is right which is probably gonna be joker i doubt it i doubt oh, okay. it. i no that, that's the thing he's come out and said it might not be joker um that scene was actually cut from the movie originally uh there were two scenes with him in it um and it was cut um and then the audience scores for the ending went down a little bit so they put it back in and it, it went right back up um fucking audience so, scores man. yeah I mean, that's that's what they do. So but, I, be- uh, I believe what I saw is that there are two sequels, which means that Joker could easily be in the second sequel. So they don't need I'd, to use yeah. it right away. Well, he's, he said straight up, it's like, we we don't know when or if we're going to use the Joker. I suspect the next one will be Hush. Okay. Yeah, that makes more sense. It makes more sense. And then you can just keep telling your original story. Although Hush, then- is, Hush is very fucking similar to what Riddler was this time around. So I don't know. Fine. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I watched four board movies. It was him against the United States government all four times. Um, <laughs> like, True. I think, you know? And then Christopher Nolan was like, Bane's going to be way different. And it, no, it wasn't. It yeah. was just dumber because we because he wasn't as smart or whatever. <laughs> Sorry. They, they, did, they did Gary Oldman so dirty in that. I don't care. Yeah, they did. They did a lot of people. Send so them all. Send them all. This guy's delusional. Don't listen to him. None yeah. of this makes any sense. There's a terrorist attack. Don't send all the police officers. This is dumb. Children are going to be watching this saying this is stupid, right? Anyway, what are we talking about? The Batman, <laughs> and I think we're done. <laughs> there's so much more meat on the book. I can't wait to hear what everybody else is saying about yeah, this. There's, but... there's a, a lot. There's, I think there's 3% of the internet like fucking hates it and are being very loud about it, but fuck them. Those, I bet you more than half of those in like a year or two are just going to like it and forget that they hated it a year ago. Yeah. You know, people do that. Mm-hmm. People are like, did you see that movie at a family party? And rather than like get into it, they're like, yeah, I liked it. And they actually like, were the ones on Reddit like a year ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause this movie was fucking great. This is a yeah. fantastic movie. It's a and fantastic I movie. Keep making money. And also let's just say Robert Pattinson has, we, he's been a certified bona fide card carrying movie star forever, but he's actually really good. He really is. His body of work's amazing. Everyone stopped at Twilight. It's what the what the fuck are you doing? He's done some amazing shit since then. I may or may not have a significant other that loves Twilight. It loves to hate it, to be fair. But he he really tried because that those movies were bad. But like he he really tried. He really gave it everything. And I thought, I mean, dude, we've got a Star Wars that made Natalie Portman suck. It can happen. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we had um, two Star Wars that. That may not have started. So. Yeah, but for sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, friends. Thank you so much for sticking with us for the Batman episode. We're going to finish up, as we always do, with a quick recommendation round of what you've been watching. Dave, what you been watching? Oh, I went in a marathon this week. Oh, that was uh, me last week. What do you got this I, week? Uh, Ghostbusters 1, Ghostbusters 2, <laughs> Ghostbusters Afterlife. <laughs> Okay. I, I said I know I had like three date nights with the wife. We sat there and watched Ghostbusters one, and she hadn't turned out she hadn't seen Ghostbusters two somehow. And then she she also didn't get to see Afterlife because I went by myself. And we sat down and watched that uh, today. And she was she liked it. Nice. She didn't love it. She liked it. Okay. It was it was good. So she was on my side then. It does have like yeah, it does have some glaring pro- plot holes, but it's just just great. 
<laughs> Where? Why did you say that when we did our Ghostbusters episode? I didn't yes. notice them till today. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I, is that anything else? Is that your? No, that was that was pretty much it. Like, I, wa- I watched the French Dispatch finally on um, HBO. I know we usually talk about Oscar movies. I don't think this is nominated for anything actually, but uh, I think my brother described it as Wes Anderson porn. So like, if you like Wes Anderson, like you'll love this, which is probably true. Um, I, I had someone describe it as the least Wes Anderson-y Wes Anderson film. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. No offense to whoever that was, but <laughs> this is the most Wes Anderson film I've ever heard because it was there was no plot. It was just art. <laughs> so, so in what way is that not Wes Anderson? Like there are literally scenes where it's just posturing performance art with no plot. <laughs> like that is so Wes Anderson. And there are more extras in this movie than in fucking Ron. <laughs> like wow. there are there are so many extras in this movie. He definitely films abroad because he didn't want to. Like they, they couldn't have afforded all the even at a hundred bucks a day, you could not afford all the extras that were in this movie. <laughs> I'm telling you, half of them probably didn't know they were in the film. <laughs> <laughs> even though they were all very still except for these two people who looked over this way anyway it's it's very very it is really 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 good i do wish jeffrey wright was nominated for an oscar there was a campaign for him but there were some really cool sequences good acting very good it looked great okay but it's what i've been meaning i've been meaning to give it a look honestly they do it like like they're reading the final newspaper because Bill mm. Murray's character di- dies, and so it's like their last newspaper. And so, just if you want to do it in chapters, just do it. It's it like it builds the chapters into the movie, and there's no plot. So, like, do that. Yeah, watch it. Watch it out of order. Skip ahead. Come back. It was it was very entertaining. That was cool. <laughs> All right, my I didn't mean to make your friends sound dumb. I'm so sorry they said that. I I, they, I think I understand what they were trying to say. I think I understand what they're trying to say. Okay, anyway, <laughs> he um, can take it. He can take it. Good. Let's have some beers and talk about it. Okay, so thank you so much for joining us to the Bat- for the Batman episode. Dave, anything before we go? No, I think we've covered it all. All right, I'll see you guys soon. Ave Maria. <laughs> no, I paid for the rights once, which means I can sing it the entire podcast. Come on, you, you, you're not a James Bond film. <laughs> 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 See you, film fans. <laughs>